Ding, 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 ding. Round of five. Feeling like a rock star? Feeling like a rock star. That intro there, I liked there it. Go. Liked a good song for the week. You know. Episode 19. Yeah. RTF podcast. Heading into the weekend soon. Tomorrow's Woo. Friday, TGIF. Got a little uh, ugly sweater party this weekend. Uh, I guess the holidays are here, right? Holidays are here. I was listening to some Christmas music while I was uh, driving a customer around today. Look at you, just being jolly. <laughs> oh, just, uh, we were listening to Silent Night. Tell the lady, <laughs> was that a hint? Tell the lady, shut up and sit down. <laughs> she, she's like, can I get a glass of warm milk? No. <laughs> you shut up and sit down while I take you home. We got coffee, but it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> no cream or sugar. Happy holidays. Not getting your refund. Not feeling back. so jolly today, are you? I was not. It was a long day. Yeah. A long Out day. in Paris? Yeah, I was in Paris by myself. There you go. Had one reservation. <laughs> Paris, France. Good place. It was a good place. Flew in. Rented some cars. Got <laughs> just out. here for the podcast. Yeah, I'm just here for the podcast. Well, what is this podcast brought to you by, Ryan? First sponsor on the Round the Fire podcast, <laughs> Alpha Apparel. We're here. We're here. Alpha Apparel. I don't know if that's their slogan. I said it like it was, but well, it's gonna be their. It's gonna be their Round the Fire. That's right. Slogan. Basically, Alpha Apparel, just like this podcast, Alpha Apparel is the best at what they do. And what do they do? They make shirts, Chris. Shirts and hats, right? Shirts, hats. If you need any of your uh, any of our fans in Louisville, Louisville FC won the USL championship. They do sell officially licensed Louisville FC championship gear. There you go. So go check them out for there. So they got they got t-shirts. They got three-quarter sleeve shirts. They got some hats. So I'm probably gonna get one of those. Oh yeah. You know me and my hats, too. Well, both of us. Yeah, we, we, we both we like rock hats. hats. Definitely getting one of those. They actually sent us a little free swag. Got a couple t-shirts. There you go. They're very soft. Very they comfortable. Very soft. They kind of got that vintage feel. Washed and dried 500 times. Yeah. Very Worn in just right. Worn in just right. So if you guys go visit them, their website is alphaapparelky.com. You can also follow them on Instagram at alpha underscore apparel underscore KY. Get them on the Facebook at Alpha Apparel KY and on Twitter. And if you check out their website and you use our Round the Fire promo code FIRE, that's promo code FIRE. F-I-R-E. You get What do you get, Chris? 20% off. That's a deal. That's a deal. It's a steal. Is that's what a it is. steal. So go get you some shirts. Cyber, uh, Cyber Week, I guess. We're still in Cyber Week, yeah? Close enough. Yeah. So if you need something for the holidays... Need a fresh outfit, something to work out in. They're good for fitness and just to wear out to the club, Chris. Yeah. So it's kind of a two for one. Uh, so if you need any, you could also got ladies gear. <laughs> ladies gear, Chris. I can't listen to the word fitness the same anymore without thinking of that, like the the joke uh, pickup line about fitness. It's how much you remember yeah, for yourself. Yeah. I don't think it's appropriate. Yeah. But... That was not in the ad. That was not. <laughs> That, that was a little free free on our end yeah. there. Uh, but if you need anything... We're fitting this in. <laughs> fitting in the shirt. <sighs> but they uh, they got stuff for the ladies as well. 
Yeah. They got some nice football shirts, some I think Kentucky and bourbon shirts or football and bourbon there over there. The hats look pretty cool. Well, too. go get you your uh, Louisville City FC championship shirts. Show some pride in the state. I know Louisville and Lexington typically have some rivalry going on, but I think we can all get behind the bandwagon for the, the purple and gold. And even for our listeners outside, the Alpha Apparel t-shirts in general. Um, yeah, they're good shirts. They're well-made. Cool logo. I like the logo the best. I like the I font. Think. I'm a big font guy. Yeah, yeah. The font looks cool to me. Yeah. Uh, so Alpha, if, you, if you need something for Christmas, uh, need some championship gear, use the promo code FIRE, get you 20% off. And uh, shout out to Alpha Apparel for being our That's first right. sponsor. That's right. And congratulations to Louisville FC. That was a couple weeks ago, but they won the United Soccer League Championship. Beat the Swope Park Rangers. Beat the Park Rangers. 1-0. I felt like it was a joke when I read that. No, Chris, that was real. I watched the are game. They, are they in New York or something? The uh, Park Rangers. No, I think they're out in the Yellowstone National Park. It's just <laughs> a bunch of guys. They got together the different park rangers out there. <laughs> yeah. Like, you guys want to play? Well, I was thinking, like, Central Park. Oh, that'll park work, rangers. too. Do they have park mm-hmm. rangers there? They did in that one movie, right? Uh, Elf. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> I was that's the one. Where Santa's, Santa's running around there? Yeah, and they had the horses, the rangers. I think that was them. That was definitely I was the park rangers. I was thinking, like, Yogi the Bear. <laughs> what, what, is that what it's his name? No, that's a baseball bear. No, not Yogi the Bear. What's the What's the bear? <laughs> Oh God, smoking the bear! Smoking bear. <laughs> Yogi Bear's baseball player. Yeah, but they did beat the uh, Swope Park Rangers one up. Did right. you watch the game, Chris? It was on like ESPN. I did not. Or ESPN two, or maybe like three or Deportes. <laughs> ESPN Deportes. It was on the USL ESPN three. It was on the SEC alternate, I think. Yeah, I was over on Versailles Road at the little tequila joint watching it with my friends. Yeah, I was just I was taking shots every time they said Swope Park Rangers on TV. <laughs> well, they're one for one on championship appearances with victories. Good luck. Good job. Good luck next season. Yeah. They're already better than Lonzo Ball will be at anything in life. But anyways, let's take you to some college football playoff rankings. We got big weekend, a big Chris. weekend in big football. Weekend. The big Canes weekend. are going to go down because they're overrated. Who's going to be wearing their alpha shirt when they win? Clemson, Clemson Tigers are going to beat Miami fairly easily. All right, all right. Um, so Miami, you think uh, you think the turnover chain is just a, a whole hoax? See, the the only reason they've won games this year is because of turnovers. Mm-hmm. And if they don't get them, they're not. They just don't win. Their offense isn't good enough. And you saw when they played Pittsburgh last week. I watched that from Paris, France, on my phone. There you go. Um, they had two turnovers like the 50, went three and out on both of them. And guess what? They got beat handily by Pittsburgh, who didn't even make a bowl game. Are you talking about the Steelers? <laughs> the Panthers. The Panthers. Pitt Panthers. There you go. All right. So then we, uh, you know, I, I think I agree with you. I think Clemson's going to take it. Um, Man, what was the, the fluke? Clemson lost one, right? What was Syracuse. That Syracuse. Their quarterback got hurt in like the first quarter. Yeah. So I don't really, I don't really fault that too much. So I, I think Clemson's going to take that. You think they? I, I think they will retain the number one spot. I don't think anyone wins no, I, or loses. Anything else that can happen will no, bump them out of the number one spot as long as they win. I think they're number one. The only way I could see them getting out of that first spot is if Auburn pounds Georgia. Because then, you know, Auburn's got two losses, but they would have beat Georgia when they were ranked number one, Alabama when they were ranked number one, and, and Georgia, then Georgia again. again. Yeah. But 
I don't know. But Clemson will definitely be in if they win. Yeah, Clemson's in. I think is good. If, if Miami wins, they're probably in as well. But I think Clemson gets the dub in that game. Yeah. Auburn, Georgia, SEC championship. Ooh. I'm pretty excited for this game, to be honest with you. War Eagle. That's all I got to say. War Damn Eagle. There you go. I think well, they pounded them, what, 40-17 to 17 a few weeks ago? And their, their defensive line is just too good. Yeah. Georgia's got a couple freshmen on the right side of their line. Just didn't know what to do. By default, I only know one Georgia fan. I know a bunch of Auburn fans. So I'm, I'm pulling for Auburn here. Sorry, Matt. Hope your Bulldogs, they play a great game. They look well, but they're going to lose. Yeah, my ex went to Georgia, so. They're going to lose. Hoping the dogs <laughs> go down in flames. They're going to lose. I'd love to go to Athens sometime, though. I've never been. It's a nice city. Yeah. It's I'll, a nice I'll campus, have to Check too. it out. So we also have Oklahoma and TCU this week. Oklahoma. Should be a good game. I like the matchup. Oklahoma in a route. Right, you know what I would love, though, is if TCU win and then they went and planted the flag in midfield. Yeah, but I think Baker's going to be grabbing his crotch all game. It's just, flipping just, people just off. Just flipping people off, throwing <laughs> touchdown passes, just not caring. And showing them TDs. <laughs> I get it, Chris. There you go. Fit nose in the TDs. <laughs> <laughs> then we got undefeated Wisconsin. Can they go undefeated season? Beat Ohio State. No. I don't think they can either, unfortunately. Ohio, Ohio State shows out in the Big Ten Championship game. No matter what they've looked like all year. Remember when Cardell Jones came in? Yeah. And they won like 60 to nothing. Yeah. And ended up getting in the playoff because of him. Yeah. They're going to do that to Wisconsin. Wisconsin doesn't stand a chance. They're going to win. Take your cheese. Go home. 38-17. Blowout. Yeah. But you know... Regardless of the outcome, I still want to congratulate the Badgers on a good season. But I think I think they come up short. Screw Wisconsin. Think they come up short. Hope they lose. So Alabama, they really need Oklahoma or Wisconsin to lose for them to get a chance. The big problem is if Oklahoma wins and Wisconsin is the only team that loses, there's going to be a little bit of debate. Now I know you and I have already discussed how we would answer that debate off the air. That's that's gonna that's gonna create some some problems. So, so it would seem. Here's what's gonna happen: winner of Clemson Miami, they're getting in. Yeah. Winner of Auburn Georgia's in. Yeah. So you have two spots already filled. Boom. If Oklahoma wins, they're in. Yeah. If Wisconsin wins, they're in. But if, if TCU wins, if you're a fan of the Crimson Tide in Ohio State, you, you want, want both TCU. You want Ohio, and Ohio State, State to win. win. And you want TCU to win. That's right. But if Oklahoma, if Wisconsin wins and Oklahoma loses, Alabama's in. Yeah. But what gets interesting, say Oklahoma wins, they're in. Yeah. What if Ohio State beats Wisconsin? And then do you take Ohio State? or do you Over take, Alabama. Or do you take... Alabama. Alabama. I it's, think you take Alabama. It's one, lo- one loss SEC with their only loss being to... Auburn, Auburn, who's already in, seemingly, if they were to win, which is our pick. And then, or you have an Ohio State team who lost at home to Oklahoma and got beat by 30 on the road at Iowa. Yeah. I think you have to take, you have to take Alabama. I think so. I think so. What if, what if Ohio State wins like 42 to nothing, though? 
then do they jump them or do you still take Alabama? The co- it's all in the committee's hands, and they're just a bunch of. Idiots. I mean, so forty-two to nothing over who? Wisconsin, right? So it's still it's not like you're beating Georgia forty-two to nothing or you know Miami forty-two to nothing. It's still Wisconsin. You say, well, they're undefeated. Okay, go back and look at their schedule. They've had a few tough games, but not near you know where they should be. But they are undefeated. Like they they got the bid because they're undefeated. So now it's time. Okay, show up and play, or you're out. And Ohio State, you're gonna have to beat them by like a hundred to. I just kind of want to see an Auburn Alabama rematch, because that game was awesome. That was good. But Auburn has been turning it on the last. They couple came weeks. out of nowhere, dude. I'm kind of hoping Oklahoma and Wisconsin both lose. Just so you see Ohio State. Well, because you're kind of like a, a backup Ohio State fan. They're my second school. Yeah. So I'm, I think the Buckeyes should already be in. Yeah, because we're definitely not seeing the Kentucky Wildcats in. Even with, even with a loss to, to Wisconsin, I think the Buckeyes should get in with three losses. There you go. Slide up to number two. Well, that's what we would like to see happen. What I think we actually believe is going to happen is Clemson's going to win, Oklahoma's going to win, Auburn's going to win. And, and Alabama's going to get in with an Ohio, with State. Ohio State victory. I think that's pretty solid. Yeah. Because, like I said, it's only going to come down to Alabama and Ohio State. I think you got to take the Crimson Tide. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll be called next year for the playoff committee. I really hope it's at least somebody loses between Wisconsin and Oklahoma. So at least there's some debate. Yeah. Because if those two win, it's like, You oh, don't want it to be boring. Here's the top four. Okay, let's roll. Yeah. Yeah. We need the ratings, right? Need the, need the ratings. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna switch up to NBA here for a second. We got our our favorite. I think we just like we have an obligation to talk about the Ball family every week, just because it's kind of fun. Just our, throw some shade at him. Our Lonzo Ball update. He still sucks. Guys. Lonzo Ball still sucks. That's it. That, that's about all he needs. Forty six percent free throw shooting. Shaq could go out blindfold and beat him. LeBron got ejected for the first time the other night. You know who else got ejected for the first time the other night? No. Anthony Davis. Really? LeBron got thrown out on Tuesday. He got thrown out on Wednesday. Dude, he's been hanging with Boogie too long. No, which is ironic. He's been hanging with Boogie too long. What's ironic about it, though, is Boogie was the one holding him back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's like, all right, man, you're doing good, but I'm going to make it look like I'm holding you back for good measure. It'll keep your fines down. (laughs) I'm trying to get some good pub, too, to look like I'm holding you back. With him and Rondo on that team, I'm surprised it was Anthony Davis that got thrown out. I know, man. I know. Well, he, you know, I think he was rightfully ejected, went back and looked at it. He was just griping because he had a no call when he drove through the lane. Started cussing at the ref right in his ear. I'm like, what do you expect, dude? But Bron Bron is getting it taken to him tonight by Kent Bazemore and the there Hawks, baby. Well, it's payback for him taking it to Kent Bazemore in the first quarter. We're about to be 2-0 and against the, the Cavs. They better hope we don't sneak into that eight spot with our four wins on the year. <laughs> Let's switch it over to the NCAA for basketball. What do you think? I mean, dude, a lot of stuff going on this year. Florida just making a rise. Dude, Florida's pretty pretty dang good. UNC down at 13. Yeah. Not not typical for old Roy Williams. Well, Michigan State handled them by like eighteen out in that PK eighty. Oh yeah, out in uh, Portland. Yeah, that but Phil Knight, my underrated team, Texas A and M. Woo! They are damn good. Yeah, two big old boys down low, first round picks. One yeah. of them came back to school. Yeah, I mean that's there's there's obviously 
pros and cons to this one and done. You'd like to see some of these people return and be able to say like, hey, we got this person back, we got this person back, and then we're adding these people. Just can't can't always just... say that, but you know what? I think he, you know, sitting at number seven, I I almost kind of feel like that's a generous ranking for us right now. I I don't know that I see us at a at a seven seed hey, right now. But, but Kentucky did win the Adolf Rip Classic. That's right. We could have lost to Illinois, Chicago, and we still had it clinched. That's <laughs> how good. That's how good of a tournament we were in over the holidays. Yeah. Well. But you. Know, I mean, I look. We're obviously homers. I'm always going to cheer for my Kentucky Wildcats, but it, it, just honestly, I I don't see us at a seven right now. Hopefully, we can start playing a little bit better. But well, who's your uh, speak. who's your biggest disappointment on the year, though, Chris? There's only one answer to that. What team was ranked right up here that is no longer there? Uh, um, They're also the Wildcats. Arizona, where'd Arizona. they go? Where'd they, they go? They went zero and three. In the Bahamas. What? They got, they got, who they get beat by? They got beat by NC State, and they got beat by Southern Methodist, and then they lost by like 30 to Purdue. Wow. Oh, came in eighth place. Wow. Out of eight teams? Yeah. Oh my God. There's old, old Coach <laughs> Miller still not going to make a Final Four this year. Where the Wildcats go? They, they just, you can't even find them on the top page. They're just done. But yeah. Wichita State saw them play out Maui. They're pretty good, even though they blew their game against Notre Dame in the championship. Shocker. Uh, <laughs> then Notre Dame getting, was getting pounded at halftime by Michigan State tonight by like 20. Yeah. But Michigan State's a good team. My surprise is definitely Florida and Texas A&M this year. Those yeah. are my two go-tos. Everybody else I like to see a strong SEC again. Dude, this is the best year it's been in like a decade. In a while, yeah. Pretty happy with that. Yeah. Did you see uh, – well, I know you saw it, but – I wonder if, if everyone out there saw the three-on-five game that actually almost ended with a three-beating five. And I'm not talking about ranks, folks. I'm talking about number of players on the court. There's only eight players. Eight players on the court. So tell us a little bit about what happened this, here in Alabama, this, Minnesota. Which was funny about this game is it was only on Facebook. You could only watch this game on Facebook Live. There's a thing now. Uh, I don't know what it is this year. There's like one game a week yeah. that's only broadcasted on Facebook. They have announcers and everything. Interesting. It just happened to be this game. So if you're following on Twitter, they keep all of a sudden you see Alabama only has three players on the court. Yeah. But nobody can find it on TV. <laughs> I watched the last like eight minutes on Facebook on my phone. <laughs> so basically Alabama, Minnesota getting a little scuffle with about 14 minutes to go in the game. Which, as I take it, wasn't like a huge scuffle. It wasn't like an all-out brawl, as no. one would think. When when you tell me, like when you first brought this up and you said, did you see the game where they had to finish with three players because their whole bench got ejected? I'm thinking like, dude, some all-out brawl. Someone went to the hospital. Like someone's got stitches right now. But it didn't seem it. No. And the, Alabama got screwed because the little scuffle happened right in front of their bench. Right. On that side of the court. So naturally. From, their bench is from me to you, two feet away. Yeah. And the, the guys just react and go out, and they all get ejected, which is the rule. Right. Uh, so then. So no punches thrown or anything? No, there was no nothing like just, that. Just, just a, a little, little hard foul, a couple pushes, 
something you'd normally see and you wouldn't think twice about. But their whole bench left the bench. Because they, even if they would have stepped one foot on the court. Like, technically you're ejected. That's it. So the whole bench is cleared. Which I'm surprised the refs had the gall to throw all of them out. Yeah. Because it was, a, it was two ranked teams going at it. They really want to see those Gophers win, I guess. So at that point, it's five on five with about 14 minutes to go. Right, because all five that were on the court got to stay. They didn't get dejected. So that should tell you guys out there how small of a scuffle it was, that no one on the actual court that was involved in the scuffle got ejected. Got ejected. It was only the bench because they got off the bench and so stepped onto the court. Dazon Ingram fouls out with about 12 minutes to go. Yeah. So now it's five on four. So I'm following on Twitter, and I'm like, Oh, crap, it's five on four. I'm, yeah. like, searching ESPN, looking for this game. And they're still down, what, double digits, Alabama? Still down double digits. And then their other freshman sensation, John, John Petty, Petty, gets hurt with 11 minutes to go. Rolls his ankle, gets carried off the floor. Oh, my God. Now you're down to three players. So it's Time to nut up, boys. So everybody was like, oh, they're probably just going to forfeit. Right. And even Coach Patino... Richard Patino. He wasn't forfeit. He said, he was like, I thought they were going to forfeit. I didn't know what we were going to do. But they kept playing. Alabama was down 11 at this point, five on three. They actually outscored Minnesota 30 to 22, three on five in the last like 12 minutes of the game. Jeez. And only lost by five and came back within three. They had a, they had a, they had the ball and were down three. Had a chance to tie it up or at least make it a one-possession game. And then they came down and had a little fast break, and Minnesota scored and kind of took over. Jeez. But Minnesota didn't know what to do because they were playing. They just put two guys into the basket. Alabama did. Then they had Colin Sexton just kind of at the free throw line, just kind of running around. He had 40 points. 40 points. (laughs) And, like, he had most of them when it was down to three people, like getting shots off. Playing that that one-two zone, I'm telling you, it's it's lethal. But Minnesota – they were so open, like they didn't know who wanted to shoot the ball because they were like, well, I'm open. There's so many options. But he's open. Yeah. And they were just like off balance and like weren't really into their shots. And they just kept missing them. A little helter skelter. So I know Avery Johnson told him in the huddle when it was three on five, he said, all I want you guys to do is rebound. He said, just focus on rebounding because yeah. if we don't, they're just going to get put back and we're going to get blown out. Yeah. So that's what they did. They just let them shoot. And Minnesota couldn't hit a shot. And Alabama, three guys would crash the board, get the rebound. Then they couldn't guard Colin Sexton. Yeah. He would drive right around him, score, or pass it off for a wide over three. Not good defense from the Gophers. No. Five on three. And Alabama's now ranked number 24. Proud of them. Dude, they're legit. Tide's rolling. But here's my thing. How are you five on three and you give up 30 points in the final 10 minutes? I don't know. You let the other team score 20. Minnesota's not rolling. Not not rolling. They're, they're, not they're sliding rolling. down the rankings. They should have fallen out of the top 25 after that ranking. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how you explain that. But it was something we'll probably maybe never see again. So I pulled up on Facebook, dude. It was awesome. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. I've never played three on – I mean, in a game. We've played man down, I think, once before. Have you? Yeah. I think foul situation, and, and I think we were only playing with, like, we only had, like, seven people on the team, and we had a couple people foul out and maybe one get injured I think or my something. Inter-real team, we played, like, four on five. My intramural team in high school had to play four on five, so I got kicked out. Nice. Threw my headband at the ref. Ooh, that'll get him every time. Okay, the gym teacher. <laughs> Luckily, he didn't give me a detention afterwards. Yeah. But. 
No, I think we have. And obviously, you know, you always do the practices where you have like the two-on-one fast break, but not for 10 straight minutes. <laughs> so props to Alabama for uh, hanging in tough and almost coming out with a victory and, you know, top 25 team now. And maybe they'll maybe their bench will stay on the bench the rest of the season. It's a good, good teaching moment for Avery Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of uh, some coaching there, who's lacking in good coaching? Well, Chris, I'll just let you know, podcast is probably going to have to end because I am, I am taking the Tennessee job. Oh, look at you. I'm taking it. Tennessee head football coach right here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> He's got a whistle, a clipboard, and a resume. They're paying me 50000 <laughs> I, I said, just match. Sports management degree. They said, what's it going to take to get you away? I said, match my enterprise salary. <laughs> and, I'm and, a, like, and a free car. And a free car. I'm there. <laughs> I'll take a so I'll take a mid-sized sedan, please. One way trip to Knoxville. That weekend special. <laughs> but Tennessee football is a complete dumpster fire. So they fire Butch Jones. Use promo code FIRE. Use promo code 20% FIRE. 20% off. 20% off Alpha Apparel. Alpha Apparel, KY.com. Yep. IG and Twitter. Facebook as well. But they fired Butch Jones, which they should have, because yeah. they went 0-8 in the SEC yeah, this oh, yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. You got beat by Kentucky and Bandy. Yeah, I mean, what are you doing? So they fire him. And it's Tennessee, right? It's a big time. Got 100,000 fans, passionate fan base. You know who they should hire? Who? Peyton Manning. He's involved in it all. <laughs> He's making phone calls. So, out of or, or, heck, Eli got benched. <laughs> Maybe he'll take the job. Brothers. <laughs> Eli hey, Eli, up. I know you're taking it real rough right now. <laughs> I got a spot for you. I got you a job. Starting head coach. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the head man. No back seats to anybody here. And we're not bringing Geno Smith with you to be the offensive coordinator. But they fired Butch Jones. And you think, like, Tennessee's a... They're prominent. Like, like they always recruit well. Yeah. They just, they just have terrible coaching. So, the AD... A little inside baseball, Chris. Here's kind of what happens here. Okay. So, you know, like director in training here. What you, what you got for me? On like Twitter and stuff like that. What everything goes on Twitter these days. Yeah. You hear like so and so is interested in the Tennessee job. Or yeah. Calipari is interviewing with Kentucky mm-hmm. to be the basketball coach. A lot of schools throw that out there so that they can get the reaction of the fan base. So and, and intentionally, like the, they'll throw it out there before it's even finalized, just to see like what the reaction is yeah. going to be. And then a few days later, you hear so and so is hired by whatever right. school. Tennessee didn't do that, so all of a sudden, it comes out the other day that Tennessee's hired Greg Schiano, who is was the head coach at Rutgers for a while and the defensive coordinator at Ohio State currently, and the fan base just completely revolted. Like they didn't want to see that. Twitter basically exploded. Nixed that deal. So now, after they've been acting a fool for these few days on all this stuff, now every coach they try to talk to has just shut them down. So this idea that they came to a verbal agreement, and then when they had to get it approved by the president and got denied, that that's all false. You think? Well, with Greg Schiano, they. Him and the AD signed the memorandum of understanding or whatever. Basically like, memorandum? Yeah, whatever that's called. They signed that. 
but apparently the chancellor didn't sign it. Yeah. And all this crap was going on, so they just like ripped it up and were like, sorry, Greg, you're not getting a job. Yeah. And Fan base wasn't on board with you. Not, ooh, it was bad. I've listened to Tennessee Knoxville Radio the last like three days at work, and it's hilarious. They think they're still relevant, but yeah. you're 0 8 in the SEC. Yeah. Not relevant, but it. it it's such a it's a program that it wouldn't take much to turn it around. Yeah, but here's the thing: why would you take this job to turn it around? This is a value add play. No, not if I'm a coach, I'm not touching this job. You got to beat Alabama twice to get to the playoff. True. Alabama is their SEC East, SEC West rival. Yeah. Play them every year. Well, this year it's Auburn, but then you have to beat them again. In like the SEC championship. Yeah. But still, I mean, just because one team nope. is out there, you wouldn't take the job? Yes, because their fan base is crazy. And they expect championships. And they expect them to get to the Final Four. They can win the SEC East, but you're not beating Alabama twice. Yeah. You're not beating Alabama and Auburn. I wouldn't take the job. I wouldn't touch the job. They've talked to at least eight or nine coaches. But, but think if you were like a small-town coach – Small-time coach, not small-town. Small-time coach trying to make a name for yourself. You could help turn around the program as a stepping stone. Knowing going into it that I'm not winning a championship here. Yes. But I could I could use this as pedigree to get to a championship contending team. But every coach they've hired to try to do that, it's backfired. They hired Derek Dooley, yeah. who's now like a receivers coach in the NFL. Nobody knows anything about him anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, so as like, Butch Jones is going to go to the NFL and get a position coach job. Like, you're not going to stay equipment manager. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to stay prominent in like the coaching world. You're just going to be a ho hum assistant. Unless no- it works out. Like, yes. I think, I think, from a coach's perspective, there's only upside here. From the university perspective, it's only downside. I can see that. Like from a coaching's perspective, if I'm already nobody. I have an opportunity to come here and win more games than zero and make a name for myself, or I win zero games and I'm out and I'm still the nobody that I was before I took the job. So you can only get better from a coaching perspective. The university perspective, that is the risk, is that we've already tried this multiple times and it's failed. Their athletic department is a dumpster fire. Uh huh. Like, they don't know what they're doing. It was funny because they all thought they were getting old John Gruden. Yeah, of course. The, but he's got John Gruden's coaching camp. He can't. QB coaching he's camp. He's got a three-year contract on that still. Yeah. Can't leave the so anything under him, they're not, their fan base isn't going to like. So now, like, they're getting turned down. Purdue's coach turned them down. NC State's coach turned them down. Like, NC State's coach is turning you down? Yeah. You're doing something wrong. Yeah. Jeez. They so, all, I mean... There's got to be someone out there that's like with a school that they've taken it as far as they can go. No, here's who you call. You just call Les Miles. He's not coaching anymore. Go. There was reports that he was might be interested in the job. Okay. Let him take it over for a few years. At least get you back to like 500. And then get you the next hot coach that comes up and will take it. Yeah. And maybe by that time, Saban will be gone. Ready to... <laughs> you know, make his next move. Maybe come to the Cats. Move to the Bahamas. Or come to the Cats and start a rebuild. You know? You never know what could happen. I did not see Mark Stoops' name mentioned. No. 
Doubt it. I was hoping they would. Stoops Troops, man. Stoops Troops. We're, we're holding out for another year. He can't leave because then I won't be able to say Stoops Troops when yeah. I'm drunk at the games anymore. What What are we going to have to say next? I don't know, but apparently they were going after Kevin Sumlin today. It was their new uh, new target. But oh, Doug Gottlieb tweeted out that uh, Kevin Sumlin was not interested in the job, even though he's a basketball guy. There you go. He heard from a good source. <laughs> Sources. So we saw Dan Mullen take the job at Florida. That's a good hire for them. Fired all the uh, assistant staff. We fired all of them? <laughs> Pretty much. Like from Florida? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I know defensive took, coordinator. And he brought his defensive coordinator with. He brought his DC with. with him. It used to be at UofL. Um, um, Florida State's probably about to come open. Because old Jimbo sounds like he's going to Texas A&M. Yeah. That would be a good job for him. And then if I'm... <clears throat> I'm actually kind of afraid of Texas A&M if that happens. Yeah. Cats got him on the schedule next year. Oh. Road trip? At Texas A&M. Road We're trip. going. We're going. And then Scott Frost <laughs> from Central Florida. I think Florida State needs to hire him. Unless Nebraska hires him. Because he played at Nebraska as a Nebraska guy. Okay. But I think Florida State sh- sh- should take a shot Well, at Nebraska him. needs some help. Nebraska sucks. Yeah. I saw them get smoked by They're in the same boat as Tennessee. Yeah. They used to be relevant. Now they're not. But their fan base still thinks they Nuts, dude. I told you that. I told this on on previous podcasts. I mean, all the way up through, like, middle of the fourth quarter. Just relentless cheering. I'm like, you guys are down, like, 54 to 7. To the Buckeyes. To the Buckeyes. Like, I don't think you're coming back in the next seven minutes. I don't think you're coming close. Tennessee and Nebraska will never be relevant in football again. Ah, it's got to happen. Mark it down, Chris. No. Sharpie. Sports are cyclical. Sharpie. The cycle, it'll play out. Nick Saban, like, dude, he's not going to live forever. Eventually he's going to die. They, Tennessee may be good, like have some good seasons. Never will make it to the playoff. Ever. Dude, when we're 60 and Round the Fire podcast has millions of viewers. It's still going true. I'm going to bring this back up. Say, Ryan, remember when Tennessee was never going to be relevant again? On episode 19. Now we're talking about Tennessee and Nebraska playing in the national championship. It's not going to happen, Chris. This, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you, Ryan, but. No chance. In 2059. <laughs> I can, Nebraska <laughs> has a better shot of being more relevant than Tennessee. I agree. Because all you got to do is beat. Ohio State. Which could happen. Maybe Michigan. Yeah. But in the SEC, any of those teams, like, could be good. Dude, I don't even want to admit it, but, like, Kentucky's going to have a cycle where they suck for two, three years. Chris, we've sucked for 40. I'm talking basketball. We did. Billy Gillespie. (laughs) There you go. And it's going to come back again. Like, we've done pretty well with Coach Cal. I mean, one championship. I know we're the crazy fan base that we're talking about. We should have had eight. And yeah, I mean, Coach Cal, what what are you doing, man? We're about to take your house from you if you don't win another championship. Fire him. <laughs> Promo code him. fire. Promo code fire. Alpha <laughs> apparel. So yeah, there's that. Um, well, probably the most important news of the day. I think so. Is our hero. Everyone needs a hero. The goat is back. The goat. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. Woods. Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all. He's back. 
Had a great day today, actually. Sure. Finished the entire round, which is already just good news there. Woo, minus three. Sure. Didn't tweak his back, didn't tweak his elbow, his knee, his toe, his eyebrow. Nothing was tweaked today. Shot a 69, which heard he's a big fan of that number. Yeah, so maybe something so, else was tweaked, but I don't know. Yeah, something we'll else gets tweaked later. <laughs> three back off the lead. We got Tommy Fleetwood bringing in clubhouse leader at six under today. Who is that? Uh, he's the Swedish guy. Tommy Fleetwood. Isn't that Switzerland? No, I, I definitely don't think that's Switzerland, but I don't know, actually. Pretty sure that's Sweden. I thought Sweden was, uh, like, blue and yellow. That might be it. Is that Switzerland? That's Swiss? That is Swiss. <laughs> How do I know more about Tommy Fleetwood than you? Because who, who knows anything about Tommy Fleetwood? I'm just well, looking at the flag the and taking a random world, guess to somewhere in Europe. The Hero World Challenge knows all about him. He's minus six. <laughs> at least today. But, hey, Ricky Fowler's looming right there. Second. Tied for second. Five under with uh, Matt Kuchar. We all love Matt Kuchar. At least I do. I don't know about you. Kuchar. Kuchar. Kevin Chappell, he had a good day today. Uh, four under, but I saw a couple of his, his holes. He was playing pretty well today. Apparently he's an American. He is. I, I know that flag pretty well. Never heard of him. Dustin Johnson. Old DJ. Ernie Ells said he looks like a quarterback out there. Didn't snort too much crack today. Shot minus four. There you go. He's waiting for the weekend, baby. Light him up. He's not going to make the cut, Chris. <laughs> he couldn't get his drugs across the border. They're down in Bahamas. It took him a couple, sure, there's plenty down there. It took him a couple extra days to find some, so he'll probably choke on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> the yacht's not there yet. <laughs> to ship it down. It's a bad weather out in the waters. Yeah. Jordan Spieth tied for fourth at four under. Charlie Hoffman, Francesco Molinari, and Justin Thomas. Skip are, Justin Rose. They're Swedish guys. Yeah, I don't like Justin Rose. Oh, yeah, he's pumped. Because <laughs> yeah, he's not Swedish. <laughs> but Justin Thomas, the pride of Louisville, Kentucky, your boy, yep. was he, paired with Tiger Woods today. It was kind of funny, I was telling you this earlier, but they were talking about him on the coverage about how he was a huge fan of Tiger growing up and he saw Tiger out at Valhalla when he was seven years old and that boosted his motivation to become a professional golfer, so they say. And and on one point today I saw Tiger Woods looking for his ball on a lost ball on his dry on his tee shot. And I thought just the irony in that as a seven year old boy is watching his, his hometown hero or not his hometown hero, but just his his idol, his golf idol, and now that same golf idol is looking for his ball on a pro championship tour. Must have been a bad shot for JT. Yeah, I, don't, I still don't think they found it. There's a lot of native land down there in the Bahamas that they that all Ernie L's used in the design of this golf course. But Big Ernie. Looked like a beautiful day. A little bit of wind picked up. Made the course a little bit tougher. Uh, but it's a resort course. We can go play it if you want. Hey, I'm down. Let's go to the Bahamas. Let's do it. And last but not least, this is not sports related, but I want to give a shout out to Joyner Lucas. This is not an ad. Joyner Lucas is just, he's uh, hes tearing up the, the game right now in the music world. And he released uh, what most people would call a controversial video. I liked it though. I liked it. He's got a song out now called I'm Not Racist. If you haven't seen it, you need to go check it out. If you're not one of the 28 million people that have already seen it on his Facebook page, go look him up, Joiner Lucas, and give us your thoughts. I really I really think I honestly want to hear people's thoughts on this because 
to me, you know, when we talk about, go back to the kneeling and the protest, protesting the national anthem and, you know, the, the overall theme of that was, well, at least it gets the conversation started about race in America and, and social injustice. You know, I thought that was just like a load of crap that like it gets the conversation started. How about someone take action? Which he did. And I thought Joyner Lucas did a very good job of using his platform in the hip-hop world uh, to really paint a a narrative. So, trust me, you don't want to just listen to the song or you, you won't fully understand it. Gotta watch the you want to watch the video. And please, so there's no confusion, he is rapping all of the verses. Or, or not rapping, whatever. Both Singing, parts. rapping, whatever. He, he's rapping both sides. So do not be confused when you see some choice words being used by a white man, it's not actually the white man saying it. So don't let that confuse you. But please, let, let's hear your thoughts. Break down the video a little bit. Give us some, some feedback on what you think it is. I, I liked it. Ryan liked it. You know, I think it's... Uh, there's always going to be critics out there. So some people will naysay and say, well, this could have been better. This could have been different. Whatever. I think the overall message is that it gets... Um, you know, the conversation from being started to the next point of, you know, how do we how do we acknowledge our differences and then put them aside to, you know, just become one, be together as as just the human race, not a black or a white or a Hispanic or whatever. It's just we or are Swedish. the human race or Swedish or Switzerland. Swiss, whatever you want to be. Yeah. So check it out, Joiner Lucas. I'm not racist. You can find it on YouTube or his Facebook page. That's Joiner J O Y N E R Lucas L U C A S. And that does it for us. Don't forget to go check out Alpha Apparel Kentucky. Alpha Apparel KY dot com. Alpha code. Apparel though. Promo code Fire F I R E for a chance twenty percent off your purchase. Get you a hat. Get you. a... A Louisville FC championship shirt. Little Alpha Fitness shirts. Alpha Fitness shirts. They got them in, in blue. I noticed blue the most because obviously you know we're Kentucky blue, blue, black and red. Blue, black sure. and red. There you go. They they are Kentucky local. So shop local. Not to be confused with the actual shop local Kentucky, but but support your local business. Support your locals. You don't need to go to Nike and spend 40 bucks on a shirt. No, you they don't. got them for what? 15 bucks to 20 bucks? Yeah. And then you get 20% off. And 20% off, same quality as those stores. Soft. Half the price. Very soft. Other than that, I think we go.